Welcome to Draft Bastards, a podcast that features four brothers consuming and reviewing craft and microbrews from the New England area, all while discussing the topic of the day. This episode, we celebrate our 10th podcast with a spirited fireside chat as we crack open a couple of beers from Loaded Question Brewing Company out of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. The album reviews for this episode feature Unto Others, They Might Be Giants, Orknagar, and The Crow Soundtrack. Never mind the Bullocks. It's time for the show. Nice execution. You're doing terrific. Buenos dias, bonjour, guten tag, and konnichiwa. Welcome to another episode of Draft Bastards. My name is Jay O'Neill, and I'll be your moderator. With me again are my bro host, I got Mikey. What up, bastards? I got Baru. Uh, I got Kevin. <coughs> and I got you. <laughs> Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, guys. It's a beautiful, cloudy Sunday in New England. Howdy. And this is our 10th episode. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Fellas, I want to dive right in uh, by opening up this beer that I got for us. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't want to waste any time. Mike, Mike is dying to open this beer and drink it. I yes. am um, dying. <laughs> <laughs> if I die during the podcast, do you think that's good for ratings? It's going to be amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> Counting on you. <laughs> my uh my pool exploded last night. I had a bonfire with all the neighbors over and the liner came off and water came out in front of the yard, so I got blackout drunk about it. I don't sure blame did. you. <laughs> and um I'm what really was it that bothered you the most? Was it the work you're gonna have to do to fix the pool or the fact that everyone saw it? Which one was worse? Don't say or both. the grass. Don't say both. The grass seed that you I, put I, down that's covered in Which glory. one were you more pissed about? I'm more pissed about the amount of work I'm gonna have to do. No, you know what? It's not even that. I'm not even pissed about it. It's just it's done. It, right. it can't be undone. Yeah. It's that it was already perfect. I had that water so clean. It's 90 degrees today. You are good with that water. Oh dude. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to try and drink a beer. We talked about it for 30 seconds. He's hung over his fuck. He's like, all right, I'm ready for a beer now. <laughs> yeah. This hand's shaking as he's looking at more beer. It really is. <laughs> the bunny gets the pancakes. <laughs> so we're trying the East Coast Steez from uh, Loaded Question out of Portsmouth. I, I went by yesterday. The, uh, you went to the brewery? I went to the brewery. Nice. Cool place. Nice looking can. Yeah, it's a session IPA, uh, so it's going to be nice and easy on us. I just appreciate these cans that don't appreciate look like that. a fucking acid trip, you know, yeah. where, where you can, where I can look at it. I'm like, oh, those are nice colors, and I can tell what it is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I'm beer shopping. I'm trying to find your beer, if you're listening, right? I'm, I'm trying to find it. You got too much shit on your can, okay? You paid your 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 college artists uh, a little too much to just kind of go house. You don't like the tie-dye beer cans? 
dude, I don't know. There's there's too much going on in these cans. I can't even tell what it is. Right. I just want to say thank you for getting a four point seven. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. We'll I was scared I was going to walk in here. Try this eleven percent monster. Yeah. No. no I'm really I'm, just hyper focused on trying to stay alive. I got you. <laughs> I is, got you. This is delicious. I actually bought some session beers this weekend. Mm, it's great. Good stuff. Not too much of anything. Yeah, just it's really citrusy and light. But light. Yeah. Doesn't have a lot of flavor. No. Refreshing. Um, it's kind of hit the spot right now. This is good. This is sweet. Dicks. Yeah, I talked with the beer tender, Miss Shelby. She mm -hmm. was very nice. Pointing me in the right direction on what beers we should uh, try out. And that's what I got. It's kind of cool. You go down this like long, dank hallway to get to this tiny little brewery, but then it goes out even further into some like outdoor patio seating. Yeah. It's just chill little hole in the wall. You so, definitely yeah. off the beaten path. <laughs> You had me at long dank hallway. Yeah, definitely a long <laughs> dank hallway. If you saw it, you you know. This is uh, passing the uh, smell and taste test for me. It mm -hmm. smells really good. It's got a nice uh, hoppy citrusy taste. Not too heavy. Very nice. We're not doing a stout today, are we? I did get a porter if you want later, but the next one is a double IPA. Okay. We don't have to, though. Okay. Breathe. <laughs> we, do, we don't have to. No, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm just saying. Probably uh, going to be fine. So what the fuck else is going on today? <laughs> uh, apparently Mike's dying. Mike's dying. <laughs> we don't have a, a hyper-focused agenda. I thought we'd just uh, shoot the shit today. I would love to talk about, this is our 10th podcast. You know, why did we start doing this shit? Are, are you looking for an existential crisis? Not really. Why are we here? Yeah, right? So I like doing this for posterity. I like the idea of, this being available forever you know it's just us four sitting here shooting the shit talking about what we talk about sometimes we're funny sometimes we're not i mean our grandkids are gonna well, be able to listen to this someday our great they're not that they're great, gonna care yeah. but there's a record that we existed they should care this is what we sound like when if you could listen to if you could listen to grandpa and great, his buddies great grandparents right? like world war one people and, and so on like oh. talk about that yeah, and hear hear their voices, the yeah. way they t they spoke and everything, because that changes every generation. Yeah. Right, they're probably you know, going to be they, embarrassed. It's like, by it's like us. a window <laughs> into the no. Hey, man, whatever. <laughs> you know, some guys some guys build a wall uh, around their entire kingdom. Uh, we talk about beer. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yep. yeah. You know, so this is our legacy. Some some guys engineer a dozen satellites to fly around the earth and provide internet to third world countries. We talk about beer and stuff and pretend to we know what we're talking about, but we fucking like doing it. Yeah. Right. So, hey, cheers, motherfuckers. Cheers to the tenth episode. You know, it's funny. I mean, it's been a interesting little journey so far. You know, we've upgraded some equipment, gotten better at the chin wagon. Thank you, Jay. And the editing. Do you guys ever go back and listen to old episodes? I did. I have a little. Not not every single one. We're getting better. We're definitely getting better. We're getting more comfortable. We're getting better. I remember when we did the first episode being uncomfortable with our own voices. Yeah. I'm over that. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty over that. This is just what I sound like. Sorry, yeah, apologies. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and thanks to Jay's awesome equipment, I've I've historically always just despised and also been amazed at the sound of my own voice. Like even from an answering machine or any time it's recorded, I'm like, what the hell? You guys hang out with me? Oh my god, I sound like a. I don't know. <clears throat> I'm also sorry. Whatever. I hate my voice, but <laughs> we have awesome mics, so it doesn't sound as bad as it normally does, or whatever. <laughs> come on oh guys oh I, I found an applause button uh, I will <laughs> you can tell liberally. i am i am 100 behind having a soundboard 
<laughs> if we can be witty enough. Jay to, found uh, a way to make us all feel self-conscious every time we say something half-assed. Yes. yes. Go fuck yourself, Jay. Oh, all right. <laughs> so what else the fuck is going on? Oh, I finally, finally finished Invincible. Good show. What did you think? Great show. So I watched it with, with Izzy. Mm -hmm. He caught the last episode. Spoiler alert. Holy shit, that was fucking dark. It was awesome. Holding his kid's head to destroy tr a train and every... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Was yeah some... Viltrumites. Yeah, it was fucking brutal. Yeah. That's some heavy PTSD for uh, Mark there. Brutal. I, I kind of wanted to read the comics. Uh, I read a little bit. Uh, I read like the first 30 pages of the comics. I feel like there was a lot more transitional information in the show. So I'm going to stick to the show. But at the same time, I really love the characters and I want to do research on them. But I also liked going into this blind and being surprised at how dark it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So kind of do like a, like a reverse lookup. Watch the show. And once the season is done, read the comic up to that point. Yeah. And then compare. Well, from comments I've seen, it's pretty faithful to the, the comic, you know, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to extrapolate any new information from the comic mm -hmm. unless I read ahead. I'm fine with the show. Just watching. It. I really like the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think Brew's seen it. And I, I have. Like I, oh, I have. Okay. I, uh, yeah, I watched pretty much the whole thing. I, I missed a few crucial moments in the second and third episode, but I, I, I watched pretty much everything. And it's, uh, it's one of those rare gems <laughs> where in repeated viewings, because I watched the whole season twice, in repeated viewings, it actually rewards you for your attention to detail. Mm -hmm. You, I mean, it, A lot of credit there goes to the animation team who did a fantastic job with the facial expressions, just little subtle changes in the face, especially in Omni-Man as the show progresses that didn't quite stick out the first time because same as you guys, I went in blind. But after seeing what it led to and then watching it again those little twitches how he reacts to things like he straight up did not want mark to get his powers just so he could finish his life with his family before having to do his filter right duty right that's the impression i got and then i'd say i didn't he i only did it once test. through i only yep. did it once through so that's deep man it makes sense because he he said that line early in the show it'd be better off if mark never got his powers it seemed like an out of place line at first, but then when you realize what Mark having his powers meant, Omni Man had to do. Right. It's like, oh, he didn't want to do this. Yeah, he was conflicted. Yep. Yeah. Props to the whole team there. Yeah. Well done. Very well done. Uh, excellent voice cast too. Yeah. Steven Steven Yuan Yen. Mm -hmm. uh, Glenn from Walking Dead. Yep. He does Invincible. Mark Hamill is in it. I thought I heard the guy that does Rick and Morty in there for one of the characters. If it was Alan the Alien, that was Seth Rogen. Oh, okay. And Michael Dorn as Battle Beast. Yeah. Clancy Brown is um, Kurgan. From oh, the Kurgan. The Kurgan. Hey, the Kurgan. We, are, we are finding that guy all over the place lately. Dude, he's also Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. <laughs> Did you guys hear the news about Hallander? Speaking of Hallander. No. No. Uh, reboot, oh, yes, reboot, reboot, huh? Henry Cavill, who has soft reboot or hard reboot, like starting over. I didn't read the articles, so I'm just seeing it everywhere that he's involved. I'm into that. All right, what makes I me, imagine he'll be the protagonist? And what makes me super happy on that, I'm glad you brought that up, Baru, is I read that same article 
And his response to being to getting the role has been to start reading as many books on Scottish history and folklore as he could. Yeah, okay. so that's a man that who takes his craft sword, seriously. That sword training to to good use because he did a lot with The Witcher, right? Yep, he's like Mister Sci Fi Fantasy now. I think. Yeah, I think uh, Henry Cavill. A lot of different things. Henry Cavill is like the king of nerds. Yeah, right now. I mean, <laughs> you know, he. He's just good. He gets into the details and sells and sells and sells the details into the production. Oh, I just he works the part guys, too. He looks like a hero. Yeah. yeah. I just sent you that uh, article where they're in talks with John Favreau. Yeah. With uh, potential something to do with Mandalorian, and I, I sent you that and, article. And, I think and, it would be and, and Henry Cavill. Yes. Oh, that's not surprising. For Thrawn, I was is my guess. oh 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 that's right that's right I, I yeah. did see that. Did you guys see the other Star Wars news uh, this week? What'd you mm. get? Two big things. Go. Yeah. Dave Filoni promoted to executive executive creative producer, I think. Yep. Is that awesome. Right? Yep. Now, does this mean he no longer has to answer to Kathleen Kennedy when it comes yes. to creative decisions? Yes. Good Thank fucking. I would I would say yes. Yoda. Going by the title alone, yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta uh he he at least can put up a wall. Hey, can uh, we can we appreciate that for a second? There you go. <laughs> That is so. That is the best news I've heard today. Uh, I actually, uh, yeah, I, I heard about that. That was like uh, that was a big deal. And the other one, again, I didn't read the article, but the headline was uh, Disney Plus, blah blah blah, might show the missing years of Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Hey, all right. So okay. Mixed if it's Filoni, he's going to dip into the throne. The 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 well, Zon books. That's that, that. I felt so vindicated reading that because so many years areas to cover within the universe right awesome stuff and it's like I, I feel like the fans you know we've just gotten kind of fucked really just not really getting a, a, at least a, a handful of, of good luke stories or one one good luke story you know where he was there's, there's you know he's yeah. out there and he's and he's doing his thing and he's just really just i mean untouchable you know you would have to have a pretty serious villain something something um pretty powerful and cunning to give him a problem like he, yeah. he's almost i i don't know I, maybe i'm talking about too much but i think of him as almost like omnipotent or almost invisible invis yeah, yeah invincible within the star yeah. wars universe in his, in his most formidable years yeah that well yeah <coughs> there are some things out there in the in the star wars universe that can give jedi trouble sure as we've discussed yeah no doubt um it so, has to be it has to oh, be i mean there, I, there I, I get is. i get that there's but a, like there's a you know every young smugglers and generals and a sith here or there that not mm -hmm. not a big deal for for luke so that would be kind of cool if they go on to that there's a great story with luke basically going up against himself who was cloned by the emperor oh my goodness so the emperor found luke's hand ah. that was cut off by vader okay and they use that to clone and make luke it's spelled l-u-u-k-e <laughs> so they grew a giant hand that holds a little lightsaber nope it's a oh. full-grown luke and he is a clone and he's a dark jedi nice yeah so that would be very cool there, there's so many things that that is really cool and i like it i'm not gonna say that i hope they don't do that story but I've had enough of the Emperor's fucking secrets and like him just like cloning everything yeah. and like having a planet full and of that, whatever. Like, right. like oh, his, uh, oh, we're good. No, oh no, the Emperor. He he thought of everything. 
500 years ago or whatever the fuck. Palpatine's behind it all. Yeah, I'm kind of sick of... Uh, no, he. Guys. so the Emperor didn't do that. I, I Let me rephrase. So the, the actual story is that... So after the Emperor died, the remnants of the Empire went out looking for his secret stash. So the Emperor had this mountain just full of shit. His trophies, essentially. And one of them was Luke's hand in, the, in a jar. And who cloned it was actually this very bad dark Jedi clone called Joris Sabaoth. And he took the hand and made the clone Luke to fight Luke. Sabaoth was a clone himself, right? Correct. He was all, yes, yes. And a very powerful, crazy, like ridiculously crazy Jedi, but very powerful. Yeah. Read in reading that book. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, what was the first book called again? Heir yeah, to the, the Empire. Heir to the Empire. That's the one. Um, learned through that book, uh, that battle meditation. I thought that was just some uh, some ability they came up with in Star Wars video games. That was an actual lore thing. Oh yeah, Ooh. the ability Oof. to essentially unify an entire army under one hive mind. So there's uh, more artful ways to describe it. Was that they point out how how silly it was that. The battle over Endor came to a stop when the Death Star was destroyed. It's like, but the Star Destroyers and TIE Fighters still outnumbered them immensely. But Palpatine was gone. And so was his connection to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so everyone just kind of became discombobulated. And uh, I don't know what to do. Slightly surrender. Yeah. I learned this week. What's the race called that does the cloning? Oh, the the Caminos. Caminos. And... In the, the planet, they were Camino. called Camino. Yeah, but that's not mentioned in the. Apparently, they're time. super racist toward each other. Are they based hmm. on eye color? Jesus. So if they're oh. one blue eyes, like they're just hated and they're they're used as laborers. Oh, if they, they're born with um, brown eyes, they're like servicemen or something, and yeah. the gray eyes, those are the administrators. If you have green eyes. You are killed at birth. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm just thinking of Rick and Morty now. The cone nipples will rule this world. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, we hit on the podcast. We hit on Invincible. We hit on Star Wars. We hit on cone nipples. What else is going on? Uh, oh, Mikey's uh, devastation in his lawn. Yeah. I'm dying. It, Mikey's dying. Mikey's dying. <laughs> You're not even crushing that crushable beer. I'm really not. You're looking at it a lot. I've had a Baru. You're holding it very shakily. Me too. It's quite good. A little bit bitter. Yep. I know but you guys haven't much. really watched it too much, but yeah, I've been watching The Expanse. It's worth watching if you skipped it, because I know I skipped it for a long time. Um, it's like five seasons, right? Yeah. So I started watching it on Amazon, I don't know, maybe six or eight weeks ago or whatever. So basically the premise is uh, there's Mars, Earth, and the belt. Basically humans have figured out how to make spaceships and for all intents and purposes we a lot of us uh live in our space it kind of just made my my brain explode i was like it's just all right don't give it away. it's like don't if you away. i won't but if you're like you know if you're really into sci-fi and huge timelines and wondering about the universe and alien technology watch the show all right get I'm through sold. season three all right it's a really really cool time what's it on I'm watching it on uh, Prime, Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. Did you guys watch Jupiter's Legacy? I did. I did not. Mediocre. Also did not. I really like the premise. It's actually, I don't know, how would you describe it? Like real world 
superhero. I, th- I, I think guess. I think the storytelling was brilliant. I think the story could have benefited from some better casting. Yes, and a more decisive ending. I really like the time jump. I like the uh, oh, the time the jumping was probably the main thing that kept me interested. That was yep. so well done. Yep, to keep the story going, cliffhanger after cliffhanger. And the thing is, personally, I didn't feel like I always knew what was going to happen next. I was just, I was like, the whole time, I'm like, how did they get their powers? Yes. What's the next problem? Yeah. What's gonna? So I mean, there was some hooks in there, but it was really just yeah. you know kind of so-so acting and not I, enough. I like that they brought morality was a big yeah a big part of the big, show. Yeah. Does that. 1920s 1930s morality translate to nowadays when we're a little bit rougher around the edges mm-hmm. i'd say mm-hmm. but you're right the uh, the acting kind of took me out of it a few times like mm-hmm. it was like a cw level acting but with a good budget yeah it's worth watching if you don't have anything else to watch i i just uh yeah see what happens in season two if they don't step it up i don't think we'll get a season three so between jupiter's legacy invincible the boys and to a lesser extent, the Snyderverse. Mm-hmm. Can we go back to colorful, happy superheroes now? Or is this is this the new status quo? I think it's been the status quo for a long time. Yeah. We now want we've our seen superheroes with some some bite to them. We've uh, we've seen what happens when a speedster runs through a person. Yep. I think I think Marvel is basically messy, your messy, answer. Because I mean, aside from like some blood splatter occasionally. You're pretty much getting lawful good heroes with some dark lighting. I think Marvel's fizzling out, though. Nah. What? Kidding? Maybe they have a comeback. I could be wrong. Well, they're going to be, be fine. fine. Marvel, don't worry about Marvel. Have you seen the, dude, the timeline they have coming up over the next two years, all mm-hmm. the new stuff? Dude, lo- Thor, Love and Thunder. Yep. Are you kidding? It's my new favorite movie. Multiverse I of Madness. It. That's going to be great. Can't wait to see some more Wanda because she'll be involved in oh yes dr strange of course yes and then uh yeah, there's a bunch of others it's like uh eight or ten movies coming out in the next yep. uh two years whatever it is three years yeah. good on them what do we have next in the marvel world is is it doc, the dr strange thing i think black widow's coming up pretty yeah, soon black widow should be next black widow i have the picture right here let me see black widow that movie they should have released before endgame oh she gets a movie she gets a movie yep. All right, she doesn't get a TV show no. or a series, miniseries. Don't really care she what get, happens she in gets that a one. Movie I'm still going to watch after it. After she dies. <laughs> yeah, Black Widow next, uh, beginning of July. Yep. Something called Shang-Chi Eternals, which is very interesting. I assume that has to do with like apocalypse and stuff like that. It could um, be completely wrong. I don't know. It's going to have to do with really powerful characters. Interesting. Yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Any indication that they're going to be bringing in the X-Men universe? I don't I think see it's just a matter like of time. Here. I, I tell you, but as far it's as about X- Marvel, though, they're not just going to shove them in. They're gonna, they have a plan. Yeah. As far as X Men movies go, talk about hit or miss. Mm. Mostly miss. Like, mostly, mostly miss, occasional hit. Yep. But when they miss, they miss hard. Yeah. Yeah. Thor Love and Thunder is May 6th, 2022. Mm-hmm. And then Volume 3, Guardians of the Galaxy, is May 5th, 2023. Ouch. And Which Dave will Batista be said it will be his last one because it will be John Favreau's last one, not John Favreau, uh, James Gunn. James Gunn. Deadpool did more for X Men than X Men did for X Men. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some Deadpool <laughs> and Logan. At least we got Logan out of it. Yeah, yeah Logan was pretty good. It was good. Is there anything else coming up that we need to keep our side eyes on? We got Witcher coming up. Mm. Not soon enough. When is this happening? Yeah. Uh, 
2022? No, it's 2021 last quarter. Okay. So winter. We're still waiting on the Game of Thrones prequel. I have no release date on that or the Lord of the Rings thing. Wait, did you see the budget? Damn. <clears throat> for dude, which? They spent the Lord, the, of the Rings. Uh, Lord of the Rings, dude, like half a billion yep. dollar yep. Whole budget. Holy shit, please. Just Please be tell awesome. me it's not all computer. Are tell me gonna... that they went out somewhere and built sets. Did they reunite the way to workshop? If they built sets, I'm going to be a very happy human. Well, I don't know if they build sets. If it for looks that like The anymore. Hobbit, yeah, then I won't be very happy. Right. That's what I was just well, going to say. Well, they could the use the thing. effect they use for um, Mandalorian. That was all done. Uh, like basically instead of building a set you're in a green screen room so you're just building the foreground that you're standing on and that looked pretty real that looked pretty good except for when they were riding in the desert with no wind and being able to talk on speeder bikes at high speeds where you're from Nash (sighs) (laughs) speaking of terrible effects um, Mm -hmm. has anyone other than Baru and myself watched the Mortal Kombat movie yet nope I have What'd you think, Jay? Yeah. I thought they had it. Don't right you do it. For the half. And then you realized that was the rest of the movie. And then I was movie. like, oh, oh, we're going to do this now. That's yeah. that's about the same time Brew and I had the realization. I, it was a really strong start. I'm like, and all then, right, like, you're going to yeah. kind of go for this goofy thing. We're going. Who, wait, who's this guy? Japan? Who's this guy? Chase. Okay. he. Oh, he's, he's probably going to turn into Scorpion later. Spoilers. He doesn't. Yeah, just a failed he get, MMA, he, guy, he gets, MMA guy. He gets a superpower called plot armor. It literally I, actual I, plot I, armor. I can't even really. Yeah, I mean, he takes out Goro after getting his weapons like ten seconds ago. I don't. I don't know if I can properly express what a letdown that movie was. And like, I mean, I we went into this thing with the right expectations. We're gonna turn our brains off and see <clears throat> right. if they can make an entertaining Mortal Kombat movie. It shouldn't be that hard. And I'm usually the guy who could be like, oh, the movie sucked, but there was this cool part. Like nothing in that movie was cool enough for me to mention it because the whole thing sucks so bad. I was ready for a scorpion to re be reborn in somebody. And I was like, this is gonna be a cool little story. That's it's gonna be the scorpion uh reincarnated. Uh reincarnated Not, friggin' yeah. sub zero story. Let's do it. Yeah. And it completely fell apart. Like, how completely. fucking hard was that? I don't know. Yeah. Like, why did we need a nobody they brick didn't, of wood they character a bunch of as the main character? Like, why? It was terrible, it. Mikey. I'm not planning on watching it. You played the game, though, back in the day, back at the pool hall? <laughs> yeah, fun game. Fun how, a good hard, movie. how hard is it to write a stupid story about that with a beginning, middle, and end? This doesn't even need they, to be a story. Did, you ever they, see a movie called The Raid? Like, a high winter type movie you like you have to fight you are compelled to fight you ever see a movie like yeah. the raid or or uh dread yeah these yeah. like kind of action movies that came out a while ago now but the oh the dread it, remake the, was the, incredible right and the, the, my point is very small plot not a long movie like and especially in the raid like i think that has to be a world record for like longest physical combat scene in yeah. any movie christ this is mortal combat like i want to see like Scorpion Mortal Kombat and, and Sub Zero, like basically just doing kung fu across an entire city. Yes, and then like you can go show something else and then come back to it, and like they're still fighting. I mean, that could easily be a twenty-minute fight scene. Like easily. I'm not even exaggerating. Like yeah, instead, twenty minutes of just beating the shit out of each other. But instead, we got to learn about Chase and his family. Yeah, who gives a fuck? So f- uh, infuriating. 
It was terrible. Ugh. You all must unlock your arcana. Shame. He may as well have said you have to unlock your down forward A moves. Yeah, your arcana. <laughs> <laughs> who, who thought of that? Jesus. When I see the kind of stories that NetherRealm Studios, the guys behind Mortal Kombat, when I see the kind of stories they themselves have written, it makes me wonder if they ever look at these scripts before approving the movie. Probably not, dude. You can make it good and make money. It doesn't have to suck for you to make money. I don't know where that formula is coming from. They look with the established characters that you have in Mortal Kombat. It really shouldn't be hard to make a good movie, too. But they put in a character that didn't exist. They sold this to 17-year-olds because they got a new game that just came out and they want young, young it's kids. It's a long-ass commercial is what it is. Yeah, really. And, and <laughs> this not, movie and, did not make me want to play a Mortal Kombat no. game ever. And if Chase is a playable character, no, it'll never be played. No. Like, How hard was it to make, make a what samurai movie but with Mortal Kombat? That's what I'm That's saying. What I thought they were doing at the beginning. Like, that, oh, okay. That would have been better. This is good. Yeah. And instead, the highlight of the movie was Kano being funny. Speaking of which, speaking of obnoxious. Samurai movie on uh, Netflix, it's a quick anime. It's maybe about eight episodes or something. Yasuke, you should watch it. Yasuke. <clears throat> Yasuke, I think it's called. Okay. It's good. It's I fun. Watch, it's I watch, just a fun, quick watch. I watched one, a movie called The, the Swordsman. It's a samurai movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, badass. You would like it. There's yeah. a lot of stuff from when we were kids. Yes. Yeah, like blind man, blind swordsman yes. stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm down. Oh, it's yeah. Good. I saw an advertisement for that. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm okay. writing it. It's incredible. Damn. Yeah. Big fight scene in it. Good, good, decent story, you know. Suspense. Yeah. Good. Well done. Good overseas. Uh... Oh, it just came out, didn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. Well, that was a good time to push pause. When we come back, we'll be doing the second half of the show. I hope I'm still here. Music. Join us, won't you? And we're back. Are we? In spirit. In spirit, Mikey. We are I feel back. my episode Strength. returning. Episode 10, halfway done. That's right. I knew we'd prick up after an IPA, right? A bi- that was a baby IPA. Okay. That was a do, perfectly reasonable IPA. We're going to do the real deal now. This is a loaded questions. Sparkle toes. With a very sparkly can. Again, again, Love nice that. can. Yeah. I like the uh, traditional like uh, bomb looking thing. Yep. That like Tom used to throw at Jerry or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They encourage uh, drinking this uh, fresh. This is uh, big tropical fruit nose, complex flavor, notes of citrus, pineapple, and passion fruit. Seven point four horsepower. Coming at you. Pour this in my tuba. Yep. This is going in. Pretty beer. I just had one sip out of the can because I like to see what it tastes like. That's some good shit. Are we happy? I like this place, Jay. Smells good. Vincent, are we happy? Oh yeah. Very happy. Oh, we're happy. Oh, that is nice. Sparkle toes. This doesn't have a ton of flavor either. Shut up. And I I think you're just fucked up. It could be. Mike, are you losing your sense of taste? God damn it. Son of a bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> I guess he's right. It's Hold on. This you said you got vaccinated. I'm getting flavor. <laughs> For now, while we're sitting over here breathing his air. 
I'm getting flavor. That's interesting. Smells great. Super smooth. Yeah, smells good. I don't know. It tastes pretty good. You know what it is? I've been drinking Bissell Brothers and Treehouse straight for two weeks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> I think this is a very light and delicious IPA, personally. It, it is, actually, yeah. I feel like it's got two layers to it. It's got this delicious, like, watery, refreshing. Yeah, not yeah. watery in a bad way. I don't know how else to put it. I got you. And then it's got the... Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on it. Uh, I just... I don't know. It's, it's uh, interesting. I mean, it looks like it, it has like like a high turbidity appearance to it. Super hazy. Are you guys nice getting, the, uh, getting the same? Ooh, uh, Kev got a gray one. Nah, Kev got a gray one. His beer was exposed to oxygen at some point during the process. Oh my goodness! Oh, that's what happens when you get when you look like you get two beers. Uh huh. We had the same thing happen with um, Safe Space mm -hmm. from Concord Brewing. Yeah, yeah. Um, in one four pack. We got two gray ones and two clear ones, and neither of those appearances match what it's supposed to. Interesting. Yeah. We got Boba giving a judging look every time we hold up the beer. <laughs> Boba's just like, huh. This beer is not good enough for Boba. <clears throat> yeah. <gasps> Boba Fett IPA. That'd be cool if you start a brewery and name all the beers after different Star Wars characters. <gasps> oh, Darth my Vader's God. a stout. Obviously. Obviously. Possibly a raspberry stout. Walrus titty porter. <laughs> Green titty porter. That would definitely be a sour. <laughs> no, it'd be a milk stout. Oh, okay. Or like a, a lactose IPA. Sure, sure. Okay, what else do we got? We got blue milk. We, characters. Characters, like obscure characters. So oh, well, the Wookiee would have to be like a brown ale. Yeah. Pandu Babu. Butt face. Listen. <laughs> the, the spider guy. Yeah. What the fuck? You know, who, you know who he is. What are you doing? Major Star Wars characters. Start with the basics before you start going into the land of the obscure. You just said obscure. No. You said obscure you, you characters. Told, you totally did. I did. It's no, your fault. I did. You like the I'm following the they, instructions, oh Jay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking of following instructions, yeah, what are we talking about? Music? Yeah, we're Wars? talking about music. Sorry, I was interested in the Star Wars beers. Yeah, I was ready. So was I. <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> I'm just gonna die. What would the Ewoks drink? Mead. I imagine they drink from know. uh from the skulls of their enemies. So yeah, mead. Yeah, stormtrooper blood. What would Luke's beer be? I imagine the Luke would be the flagship. IPA force extraction, you know, because he's Luke. Yeah, and then the Ray would just be like spit toilet water. No, <laughs> Yoda be like a double IPA because of the strength, you know. Yeah, you could do a stormtrooper one and call it near miss. <laughs> Ooh, uh -huh. wow. Huh? Huh? <laughs> oh, okay. If you're listening, Budweiser marketing, I'm ready. They're not. <laughs> How's your grape beer? <laughs> Show must go on. <laughs> yeah. That face is like, he's not sure if he's going to start shitting himself or maybe start tripping. <sighs> oh, I'm definitely going to shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. Let's talk about some music. Who's oh, up? I suppose. Once again, who's up? We have sent <coughs> each other albums for review. This week, Baru's starting us off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And we'll go around the horn. <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, forgot. yeah, yeah. What? I was just looking at my notes and I'm like, oh, which Baru, which band did Baru send? I looked at it and I'm like, dude, you sent us an album that's 20 minutes long. I was so yeah. appreciative of that. You usually send us an album with songs that are 20 minutes long. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even an album, it's, t- it's technically a single. What? Yeah. There are songs. Well, like a, well, the last Mike, album. I totally fulfilled my duty. It was a 20 minute single. <laughs> like, usually the songs you listen to are like 25 minutes long, and there's like four of them. That was one album, Mike, and we didn't even air that episode. Yeah. Are we going to address that? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, anyway. Rue, tell us about Unto Others. So, Unto Others, yeah. I found them a few weeks ago. I actually sent you guys their full length just because I was excited. And none of you said shit. I pushed it on you again to try to get your attention. Anyways, this band basically, they're not doing anything (laughs) unheard of. But what they did was they kind of mashed two things together. So it's basically more traditional heavy, heavy metal, like maybe Judas Priest or Merciful Fate. With like a distinct vocal style you might find in something like tears for fears or yes. maybe killing joke or something like that the so, church so these two things kind of sure. came together and i think it's pure fucking magic like i said when you hear this especially judging by my facebook reactions you're pretty much either going to love it or hate it the dislike elaborations i've heard are bullshit so listen to this with an open mind it's not trying to be anything except what it is what they it's, it's a mashup band and it's fucking magical. I literally have not been able to stop listening to this band for, I don't even know now, four, five, six weeks. I'm just coming out of it now. I just started listening to other stuff. But like for a long time, all I could do was listen to this band. And I was just hopelessly addicted to it. And that never, ever happens. So I thought we should talk about it. Okay. So nice. the mini album I picked, I think what they did was they, they put out an album called Mana in 2018, I believe. And then they came out with these... Uh, singles which had like you know one or two new songs plus a couple songs from the previous full length why they did it that way i'm not really sure probably just trying to stay visible which is perfectly understandable Uh, i think these guys have a lot of blow up potential you know i think they have the potential to really kind of do some headlining tours and uh and start showing up at uh festivals near the headliners uh especially if on their sophomore record they can mix it up just a little bit kind of carve themselves out as you know as having something a little bit more original and, and unique than what we have already i think the potential for this band is huge so anyways i've talked them up a lot let's let's listen to a few seconds and uh and get a little taste and make sure you go check out on two others if you like old school heavy metal and 80s nostalgia on two others listen to it check it out and here's the clip of blade and the will My Say, I, is, I actually really enjoyed this. I totally enjoyed it. This is I the most upbeat thing you've ever 
Yeah, until to. you discern the lyrics, most of them are about suicide. There's a sure, huge, there's sure. a huge goth side to this, which is kind of funny because the music itself is very upbeat and it is very metal. It's not electronic or anything. It's I was getting a new age, new age post punk. There you um, go. Eighties, yeah, very kind 80s. of vibe from it. Um, and I don't think, with a couple exceptions, I don't think any of these songs would be out of place from that era. Uh, obviously, it's better sound quality than you would hear mm -hmm. from a lot of those bands. Mm -hmm. A lot bassier, much better breakdowns. Yeah, and some of the guitar might be misplaced in that era, but mm -hmm. dude, these songs would slide right into that. Yeah. Right into that. Yep, I agree. There's a song on there uh, called can you hear the rain that's my favorite song i had to stop because i, I i'm like yeah they're doing a cover like yeah. i know this song oh it sounds it? like the cure it sounded exactly like under the milky way tonight by the church so i oh. want you to, I'll, I'll send you a clip okay and just yeah you'll you'll hear where my brain said hey oh, yeah. i make a connection here and i had to check mm -hmm. like i had to do research for and make sure like are they doing a cover? no it's not a cover but uh, yeah, it was really enjoyable. Listen, I uh, awesome. I, I loved it. Awesome. What was it? What were you thinking? It was Mikey. What the cure. you were hearing the the cure in it? I didn't think it was a cover, but I you just it, it really reminded me. I sure. reminisced of the cure. Yeah, can you hear the rain? Is probably my favorite song by the band. And then there's another one called uh, "It Doesn't Really Matter." Yeah, which is not on this record. It's on the other single. So you should check. Yeah, that there's out. like a part two. Yeah, yeah. This, yep. So, this is a this is a solid pick, dude. This was very enjoyable to listen. It was. I, it. It I was. figured you guys would like it. I was like, Cause I did, but I'm going to disagree with you when you said you either love it or hate it. Because I didn't love it. Mm -hmm. I definitely didn't hate it. Okay. You know, um, I'll put it on. I'll definitely listen to it again. But mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm trying to scratch that '80s itch. I'm just going to go for it. I just loved it. I, I've been on a little bit of an '80s binge anyway. This just kind of. You know fit right in obviously and i, I just i like i like the big choruses and, yeah. the, and the pace of it and it's just you know i don't know man just i loved the pace the uh yeah. the vibe i was getting was similar to a single track from i forget which edge of sanity album but the song was uh sacrificed that's a cover i, that is I, a cover. I know exactly which one you're talking about i got the same thing yeah mm -hmm. yeah I, I know yeah I, yeah i picked that up too whichever song it is yeah, yeah definitely Cool. Thank you, Baru. Thank you, Baru. Good I'm pick. here to help. Good pick. <laughs> Good job. Hey, Good job. It, is it just me or is it getting really warm in here? It is because the AC is out there and we have the door closed. Fair enough. All Sorry. Right. We're moving on. All right. My pick. I just want to say, Jay, I had a really good time listening to this album. I hope you turn it on when the kids were in the room because they not. fucking love that shit really yes i was uh listening to it with mike's wife and jay's daughter while going around to uh pick up some lumber yeah yeah oh i gotta say that album sounds really good on my speakers <laughs> sure it held up sure. so it's they might be giants flood i love they might be giants they are just sometimes just fun to put on and, and tune out stuff they're pretty creative dudes they write a lot for tv shows and shit like that but i always thought they were wicked this album cool. was one of the very first cassette tapes i ever owned oh no shit yep no shit yep there remember that go. big bump they got from doing the tiny tune songs yes the video they did oh um, yeah the particle man, particle man and, and um istanbul. istanbul yes that's yep. right yep 
which yep. are both on this album. Yep. Mm-hmm. Flood was a huge one. Yeah. Huge. And then I think they did the uh the song the Mickey Mouse the, Clubhouse. That part I don't know. They have a ton of albums and I haven't listened to any of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've listened to anything past Flood. Uh the one before that, Lincoln, I, I listened to the hell out of, but um yeah, I haven't listened to anything past Flood, I don't think. Are you aware of the Dial a song? No. So they actually had a phone number yeah. that you could call and it would play a random song. No shit. And it was basically like a super avant-garde art project that they did that was amazing. They and might be giants did it? Yeah. That's awesome. And it was in existence up until like 2008. They started in uh, the 80s, but it just kind of kept going. And like the story, it would crash all the time because so many people were calling it. So they did go digital. I don't know if it still exists, but look into that. All right. We'll really, do. really cool. And in oh. fact, sometimes when you would call, you would actually hear conversations that mm. other people had on the about the dial song. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I actually have tickets to see the Giants. That's awesome. For their flood tour. Amazing. We're we're hopefully gonna be able to go this year. Good for you. That's awesome. It was supposed to happen last year, but little thing called Corona happened. Maybe you heard of it. But listen to my clip from Dead. It's so simple and easy and soothing. It kind of hits home, that lyric. (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, That album definitely brings me back to to some good times. Yep. Yep. Kev. Kev's got a good one. Kev did a great one. My God, what a fucking journey that one was. Kev, tell us about what you picked. Uh, so I picked uh, True North by Borknagar. They are a Norwegian folk black metal band. And as you would expect with a Norwegian metal band, uh, their subject matter is mountains, nature, philosophy, and occasionally trolls. Sounds about Imagine right. there's some yep. trolls yep. in there somewhere. Yeah, there's, yep. there's a troll in there. They, they don't like trolls. Hey, somebody's got to take care of the trolls. I saw this band play live in 1999. They supported Emperor on tour. Mm. It was one of the most epic shows I ever saw, just because, I mean, the the bands themselves, you know, who they were in 1999, especially, you know, it was a big deal. Black While I agree with your album choice, Kev, and I you loved said. it, I don't love the clip that you picked. Really? What? Well, d- d- the clip itself. It, I don't think it really kind of shows what Warknagar's what, what to expect from this album that's all i'm saying uh, honestly that that and i'll i'll be up front that wasn't my mentality in picking the clip i just Fair. picked my favorite verse from my favorite song all right that's also all right that's is valid it from true north yeah. yes uh, it's up from north. up north wait yep. is it from the part where it's like basically drums and him singing yes yeah i knew you were gonna pick that yeah let's listen to the clip shall we this is the clip <laughs> please up north I do love that clip. It's a fun. It would have been awesome if it went into that. Yeah. 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 But I mean, that that's their uh, guitar We only had tone. 15 seconds to work with. I know. Right? I know. That guy's voice, that's Vortex there. Versatile. He's so good. If I could sing like anybody, it would be him. 
Yeah, that guy's uh, got some range, but yeah, that uh, that whole album and the that was 2019 and the 2016 album before that, Winter Thrice, uh, two of my favorite European albums. Very good. Very nice. Good picks. Very, uh, good picks. Very wintry. And we're sitting here sweating in our sweat box right now. Right. Just come, 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 up, come over and come swim. Oh. 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 And um, I don't know if we played the whole album, but we played that song when we were up at J. Peak, Vermont one year. And our buddy Eli was with us. What's up, Eli? What's up, Eli? And he fell in love with this song and the band afterwards because he was telling me how much it reminded him of his trip to Alaska. Sure. Where he's actually seeing, you know, a frozen landscape of pine trees touching the ocean coast. Mm-hmm. And Badass. I, I love it when when visuals integrate with songs like that. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. Whether it's album art or just referencing parts of your life to the music. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yep. All right, Mikey. Bring us on home, baby. I um I picked the Crow soundtrack. Love me the Crow soundtrack. Right? Amazing. What's funny it- about it is I think the Crow really ushered in the goth movement in America. There was a strong post-punk goth scene in um, Europe, obviously, you know, Germany and um, England in the late 80s, mid to late 80s into the 90s. But this was 1994 and the Crow really changed the landscape of American post-punk aesthetic. It certainly made it more mainstream. Like it allowed it, it it allowed it to be more mainstream. Like, oh, this is a cool thing. In that case, in which case, I think the movie was actually more influential than the soundtrack, obviously, because the soundtrack, there's not a lot of goth songs on here. Right. There are some, but there's also, you know, Stone Temple Pilots and shit like that. Yeah. Violent Femmes is on there. So, I thought it was a nice contrast. And I honestly, I don't want to do a lot of thinking this week right. when I picked an album. So I just picked something good that's. There's easy only to talk one about. song on that album that I will skip every single time, but everything else Is I listen to. The Pantera one? No, actually. Really? Which I'm one? fine with the Pantera one. It's fine. The uh, It Can't Rain All the Time. Yeah, I don't like that one either. Yep. Yeah, I, it's like the last song. I, I know. And I always skip it. I like it because it's like a, um, it's a nice uh, window back into that time, the 90s when. When uh, a lot of us were in our formidable years, and Mikey doesn't love it, but I love that helmet song in there. Oh, I love <laughs> the milk toast. Song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. What's your clip? The clip is a Nine Inch Nails cover tune, "Dead Souls." It's actually a cover of Joy Division. So let's listen to some <clears throat> "Dead Souls." Nine Inch Nails covering Joy Division on the Crow soundtrack, live from WKRP in Cincinnati. Imperialistic house. it's so awesome and i love that like after this you saw a lot of goth bands grow into that industrial melodic kind of tune very bassy very stompy really really cool stuff there was there was a couple of really great songs my favorite cure song is on this album yeah that, oh, it's an awesome that, that cure song is a, my is fa- a good one my it's favorite really violent femme song is on this album yep also, also very good. good yep this was big um brandon lee was so charismatic and perfect right. for the role I think it got big for multiple reasons. I mean, the story around his death is a big deal. Did you guys ever read the comic? No. Mm-hmm. no. So it was another important thing, though. This was one of the first well-done yes. 
gritty comic book. Very well done. Yeah. So, so I know. I read the comic multiple times and uh, so well done. The graphic whole, novel. Graphic novel, yes. I, I remember reading it uh, multiple times and um, it, it was my first experience with a graphic novel and um, of that type. And um, and boy, was it graphic. Yeah, man. I mean, it sucks it you in. The whole, the whole, it up. The whole part it up. where they get stuck you know, and, and his girlfriend gets killed, it's heart-wrenching. And it's, uh, it's heavy. It's been a long time since it's been released. So if you're just hearing about The Crow and you like old music, you should get the uh, graphic novel also. I might do that. I've never read it. Cool. Well, great picks, boys. We'll be back for Unfiltered. Two shakes of a lamb's tail. All right, we're okay. back for a little unfiltered action. Brew had to leave because his tummy hurt. Oh. He didn't feel very well. Go belly ache, too much lobster and good beer. Yep. <laughs> so now we're joined by my two dogs and Izzy. Hello. Hey, Izzy. What's up, Iz? Hello. Gardner. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Izzy. No problemo. What are we drinking for our unfiltered segment here? I want the coin toss on this one. I'm drinking the uh, Juice Project from Treehouse. I'm having their Nervous Energy Stout. How was that? That's a that's a lactose. Right. The milk stout. He's he's too milk stouty. I'm having a True North IPA. How appropriate! I thought it was super appropriate. The album that he picked was Borknagar uh, True North. Is it? Ah, serendipitous. I happen to have a True North in the fridge. Tell me about the uh, milk stout, Jay. Here. What I mean by tell me about it is give me a sip. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It's a maple. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about it. Shut up. <laughs> Did you hear the dad sound I just made? Yeah, that's very maple. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And there we go. I found this clip of uh Harvey Birdman attorney at law. Yeah. Where he bends over and he's just like, uh, he's like, what was that? And I forget the kid's name. He's like, that was a fatty grunt. <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole segment on letter kenny of of dad noises yeah where squirrely dan squirrely dan was trying to get, every time he get up from the bar well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those are only sounds that a dad makes yeah is he playing any new games uh on your computer machine no not yet only old games yeah pretty much when am I going to be able to get a proper video card? Uh, uh, <laughs> not this year. Well, what is it now? You're you're better off buying a pre-made rig? Yeah. Just buy here. a pre-made and just get the parts, sell whatever is left over. Why can't I just buy the damn video card? Because they're all out. Because Bitcoins, Jay. You know, it's funny. It, it's funny. Like, oh, the damn. Bitcoin was supposed to be the thing like, oh, now the poor people have purchasing power. And then all the rich people bought a bunch of graphics cards yep. to mine it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, the mining part is kind of the, I feel like that's more difficult than just purchasing and watching a money rise. Well, I mean, even then you can just like, just throw money at it and then have someone else do it yeah. for you. Yep. They'll still make a profit. Yep. It almost feels petty. It's mm-hmm. like, we just, we just don't want you normal jack offs to have any of this. Yeah. We're going to hoard all of it. The same thing with legal cannabis. Mm-hmm. It's the same yeah. idea what Izzy was just saying. Now it's as just a as, bunch of... As far as bit, 
coin wealthy white people a fake currency <laughs> though i mean yeah. it's got value because people have agreed that it has value that's just, a, that's just how, like regular money yeah i say that's how any currency works we agree that this has value and um we can exchange this for goods and services well i mean you're also like the technical part of it like you're doing the equations anyways which is worth that's what the mining is yeah yeah the tran the transfer is the mining you know and you get to kind of break off little pieces of it here and there why don't they do that for like the prime number farming you know like how they always try to find like new prime numbers i don't know why that's important why is that important no clue but it is interesting i think like the military like the u.s military is like interested in it i have no clue why though transformers no uh prime numbers oh different prime. The transformers. different primes oh yeah. oh different primes yes. wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my uh my primary transformers experience was with beast wars that is a different anime now oh you no, you're talking about beast stars i am which you're is right. which is like zootopia but they still occasionally eat each other beast wars was when they landed on a primitive version of earth where there was so much untapped energon there they could not venture out in their robot forms they had to assume animal forms just to be able to survive the on the planet's surface i love it they took <laughs> the idea from big and rolled with it yep why couldn't it just be like a giant prehistoric bug or something Kira. She's got a very high pitched bark. She has very a bark lady. like a lady. Very lady. She does bark like a lady. She, she barks like a lady. <laughs> They're both like sneezing at each other. That means I like playing. Yeah, I know. I know what it means. Did you guys hear about the Rick and Morty spinoff? No. They don't the alien ones? No, Vindicators. No way. About yes. the Vindicators? Really? Yeah. Wow. I thought you didn't watch Rick and Morty, has he? I, I mean, I've seen like a couple episodes. Why wouldn't you watch, watch Rick and Morty? It's it, very difficult to get him to sit down and watch anything. I highly doubt that. Dude, it really is. Like, Have you seen Primal? Uh, he gets frustrated no. very quickly and Jay, walks away. He hasn't away. seen Primal. I know, dude. Like <laughs> I, he, I know what it is. I just haven't. He gets frustrated with whatever's on and then runs away and then tries to find out if there's a comic and then that's how he'll absorb the information dude watch primal please yeah you want to watch there's primal. not a lot of episodes okay you do do that we can we can talk we can have a full-length conversation about dark souls lore you and i as far as i've know you've never made it past the starting area i like the lore though a lot a, it's it's really cool when you find it out through playing the game no he just reads it yeah He's like, oh, that's the story. Mm -hmm. Don't need to play the game if I know the story. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't need to watch a show if I know the story. Well, no, Invincible is different. Like, they changed a lot from the comics, which is good. I like the addition. I don't think they changed that much as much as they included more. So yeah, the the story is the same, but like they definitely like added a lot of like yeah. cool things. You know, the is it okay to do spoilers? Yes, yeah. we already. Okay, so you know, like Immortal versus Omni Man. That fight in the comic omni man punches him and then he is ripped in half mm -hmm. but in the show you know it's like a thing sure Damn. also the monster thing didn't happen the the train thing that messed up thing <laughs> didn't happen like all of the like that scene was awesome it was awesome but like <laughs> jesus that was uh, brutal 
But I mean, in like general, like most comic to show adaptations, there's like a lot added in the show, you know, to just fill yeah. out the episodes. Did you watch One Punch Man or do you do only read the comics? Uh, I did both. And there's a web comic too that precedes Ow. both of them. <laughs> that did not go like I thought it would go. She tries to take she off, takes your off your socks. Yeah. Oh. She takes okay. off your socks. Oh, she's totally well, taking no, off your socks. She's going for my toe. Take nope. your toes off. You gotta you relax gotta... and let her do her job. She's let... just gonna take off your socks. <laughs> just let her take off. If you don't help her, it's gonna be bad. Yeah. yeah. Put it past like take, your take ankle. Heel. Yep. Take it past the heel. There you go. Get it, Kira. Get it. Now she's gonna suck on my dirty sock. Nope. Good girl, Kira. Now, if you really want to impress me, put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> She'll get my socks in the morning. I'll say, where's the other one? <laughs> She'll go get it. Bring it over. Can I have it back? Got my sock back. Yeah, she's not interested in like <laughs> chewing it. She just wants to take off your socks, stay a while. You're home now. Aw. <laughs> I take it back. Kira is totally eating your She socks. is uh, <laughs> sucking the foot juice right out of that sock. Uh, I'm going to have to brush her I saw a dog put that to a squirrel once. It was weird. <laughs> he, like, he, he was chasing a squirrel and he actually got it. And it freaked <laughs> both of them out. So he let go and the squirrel ran up a tree. <laughs> and he obviously had massive internal bleeding. And then fell out of the tree and died. Oh, she's straight up eating the sock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. So he went and he got the squirrel and he was gnawing on it like like rawhide. He was just squeezing all the squirrel juice out. And what was left was just like this perfectly flat squirrel pelt, like all the bones were pulverized. Oh, poor squirrel. Oh, no, you're looking at me or Izzy. I can't tell. Oh, yes. <laughs> Those eyes. So Odin's, Odin's eyes go in different directions. Who, yeah. who made this man a gunner? I did, sir. <laughs> I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> He's straight up looking at Izzy and Kev at the same time. He's facing you. <laughs> Odin the omnipotent. Oh, he yeah. sees all. Don't look here. The true turtle's eyes. <laughs> he sees all, yet sees nothing. <laughs> he can't see anything clearly, but he can see everything as buds. It's weird that some dogs have like human eyes while other dogs are just like sort of, you know, darkness, yeah. sort of like Kira. You ever see a fox's eyes? Mm. Not in person. Kira. They kind of have cat eyes. Oh, the little slits. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Foxes are cool. She just shredded your sock, bro. Uh, I know. Now if I put it up here, she'd be like, well, wait, where's the sock? Can I have it back? She must have smelled something she liked on there. I guess. She's wondering why your other shoe is on. <laughs> Jay, don't move. Put, put my sock on you. She wants to bury that thing, dude. She is a digger. It's got some special stank what on it. What the fuck is wrong with your foot? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even the nasty foot. <laughs> so Kira has been on a raw diet for pretty much her whole life, I believe. Yes. Yeah. 100%. This dog's teeth are comically white. It looks like they're like drawn on. They're so white. She is also the softest dog I've ever felt. Yeah. Silky. 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 Phenomenomena. Phenomenomena. Phenomenon. 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 Phenom
<laughs> Thank you for joining us, Izzy. No problem. You're welcome anytime. We should get Izzy more involved in this. I would love for Izzy to join. Yeah. I just want to point out at no point have you said who Izzy is other than Izzy's joining us. Oh, sorry. Izzy is my kid. Sorry. How old are you, Izzy? Why are you apologize? 17. You're going to be 18 this year? Yeah. Let's mess it up. All right. I'm shutting this down. Do it. Okay. Anybody have anything prolific to say? Nope. I encourage all of you to check out Loaded Question Brewing in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, or check out what's on tap at loadedquestionbrewing.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Draft Bastards, we'd certainly appreciate it if you would subscribe. You can visit us at draftbastards.podbean.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Draft Bastards. All one word. Drop us a like and say hey, and as always, please support your local brewery. Do it. Do it. Do it. Scratching your ass in the floor, Odin. Yep. Yeah. We try to include you, Odin. <laughs>